Do you love to read but struggle to see print? Bookshare is a nonprofit ebook library that makes reading easier for people with low vision or blindness. Members can read in ways that work for them with ebooks in audio, large print, and digital braille. Get unlimited access to over 1 million titles, including New York Times bestsellers, periodicals, upskilling books, and more. Bookshare is free for New York Public Library patrons or U.S. students with a qualifying disability. For more information, visit bookshare.org today. Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome in, take my hand, say hello to who you know and who you don't and who you can. We'll give promise to your springtime and beginnings to your ends. We'll try not to be cautious. We'll be friends. Okay. Welcome in, everyone, to Visibilities on a Friday night in December. It's actually December 9th. This year is going by far too quickly. As a matter of fact, before we go any further, let me um, tell you that next week, December 16th, will be our final visibilities for 2022. We will uh, do a pre-recorded call uh, for the last two weeks in December. But I thought that it was time maybe to give everyone a bit of a breather since those two Friday nights are the Friday night of Christmas Eve. One is Christmas Eve Eve, and the other is New Year's Eve Eve. And I know that we all have so many family, friends, and others that we will be getting together with that uh, I didn't want to tie anyone up um, being here instead of being with those that we have don't get the opportunity to be with quite as often as we do with one another. And so next week will be our last call for this year, our last live call. Um, but I do have some very exciting news that uh, I want to tell you all about uh, for beginning in January. And that is that uh, let me drop back. I had expected that we would have a very special guest on this evening. And it's been, uh, I had every reason to believe she would be, but it never did, but it did not come to pass for a number of reasons. So that kind of got me thinking in general. And I said, you know, Everybody thinks of us as the old folks. Um, and, you know, yes, I originally started this program for visually impaired, uh, kind of showcasing the abilities of us visually impaired seniors. But I, we need to showcase our abilities to more than just one another. And so beginning in January, I have um, done some 
contacting a few other people. We're going to start a little bit different emphasis, at least for a couple of months, and see how it goes. And I need all of your input for this. And what we're going to do is start really uh, focusing on the abilities of many people um, with a little bit more of an emphasis emphasis on some on some of our older uh, blind and visually impaired people who are in the um, arts and entertainment world. And we have a lineup of potential participants that will come on and we can really kind of get to know, get to know maybe where they're performing, uh, when they perform, if they have a YouTube channel that they do a regular program on every week, all of that so that we can, so that everyone can enjoy one another, um, in a more relaxed atmosphere and learn more about so many people who have accomplished so much in our community. Um, I have to tell you, I, one of the things I wanted to be very careful not to do was I didn't want to have this be at all in conflict with, um, the, with another program that's on, I think it's on channel stream three is the art parlor. And so I had a wonderful conversation with Justin Castingay and no, not at all. We, um, uh, he was very interested in doing, in helping me with this. And I think we'll have, um, a lot of good potential. We've got some great potential between us. We came up with quite a list of potential, um, interviewees. And I'm really looking forward to it. I'm excited about it. Um, and I hope each and every one of you are as well. One of the things that I'd really like to do is ask any of you here. I've got a word file open on my computer. Um, if, ask anyone here if anyone comes to your mind who would be a great potential for a program such as this. And if you do think of somebody, please don't hesitate to, uh, hold on one second. My computer just, I hope I'm still here. I think I am. You are. Uh, thank you. You are. I wasn't at all sure. Everything just rearranged on my computer screen for some reason. Um, but I would really, really love to hear from you. And we all would maybe, and I'd like to get a good, a sense of what people would like to, who would you, if you had your opportunity of many a blind or visually impaired performer, who would you like to hear from or to learn more about or to track down? And anyone that's got any suggestions, please raise your hand and let me know because I think it would, has great potential. Uh, I've come up with a few. Uh, a couple of other people I've talked to have come up with some. 
um, some of the people that I'm thinking about interviewing, uh, beyond Jason, for instance, uh, it, uh, people like Frank Sr. Uh, you know, many of you may remember, may know Frank from the, um, Friends in Art Showcase. He was on that many, many times. Uh, there are other people around, um, another, uh, longtime performer that, um, the last time I think I heard him perform was with the, I forget if it was the Boston Symphony Orchestra or the Boston Pops, uh, and has, and has an amazing resume is, uh, a gentleman named Ellis Hall. Um, but there are, we probably came up oh. with eight or 10 different people. And if anyone here has any ideas, please feel free to raise your hand and we can put them on. I don't know that we don't, they don't, you don't need to try and get them to commit yet, but we can absolutely get them. And I think that this is, it's, it's our time. I think 2023 should be our time to really shine and show off just do a little showing off. Why not show off um, some of our potential? Oz, I'm thinking about people looking down this list right now. I can think of somebody else who's on here um, who's a part of a barbershop group. Uh, I think that might be something of great interest as well, Mr. Gassman, if you can imagine who I could be thinking of. Um, had no idea. I didn't think you would. <laughs> but sometime I'll have to tell you about them. I'll ta- we'll have to nice, tell you yeah. all about them sometime. Yeah. Um, but uh, I know that there are a number of people, and there are just a lot of blind and visually impaired people in all in a lot of different parts of the arts. And I wasn't even trying to be a poet there. Um, you know, uh, what is someone that came to mind because of an article I've been, uh, working on, uh, recently, it's Tom Sullivan. I don't know how many of you know. I do. Tom's, I know him Tom a little. Do you? A little. I know Ronnie Millsap a little too. It's been quite a few years, but. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Ronnie Millsap. Yeah. I remember Marlena having him on years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a great yeah. show. Yeah. So we, and, uh, maybe we can pursue that. That would be fun. I think it would be a lot of fun. I think so. Um, let me add Ronnie Millsap. I didn't even, I hadn't thought of him. And, and uh, I know a couple of people. I don't know him. I've met him a few times at, at, at CSUN and places like that. But I know a few people who know Stevie Wonder a lot better than I do. We've chatted, but that's about all. But he might be somebody of worth to talk to if he would do it, if he's got time. If he would do it, yep. yeah, that would yep. be a great one. Mm-hmm. That would be a really good one. Um, I know there's another guy down in Florida that plays at one of the, if you build the Palm Beach restaurants. Um, there's a guy that plays down there named David Crowen, someone had suggested mm. to me. Um trying to think of who else I had. Oh, Ellis I had on the list. I mentioned him. But I really want to say, I, I, I just think that it's, it's like I said, it's our time to shine. And I for 23, I think that's what we need to do. 
And with that, I want to thank you all. And anyone that's on here that can think of anyone that they would like, you know, if it's whether you know them or you would just like to hear about them, please don't hesitate to get in touch with me. You can do it here on the on visibilities or you can email me at visibilities50 at uh, visibilities50 at gmail.com. And with that, let's, we're going to kind of do a little bit more of an open show once I, because I quite honestly wasn't overly prepared not to have someone on tonight. I really thought that had finally gotten straightened away and everything was going to happen and it just fell through at the least important time. So I'm wondering how folks are doing this week. Do we have, um, like to like to kind of think about the the holidays that we've had and that we're in the middle of having and just ask um i want to know what everybody wants for christmas i know that i've heard an awful lot about a hippopotamus this year <laughs> um especially i just happened to have a uh the WBZ news on from Boston to this afternoon. There's a retired pediatrician had a wooden carved hippopotamus in his front yard, rather significant in size, apparently, that has been stolen out of his yard. So whoever gets a hippopotamus this year, careful where it came from. Uh, <laughs> apparently the police are out looking for this thing. But he's already been in touch with the woodcarver to see about having a bigger, heavier one uh, recarved for his front yard. I thought that was kind of a, a fun story. Uh, um, anybody, it, it kind of made me think about, you know, people laugh at these uh, blow-up uh, Christmas decorations that you put out in, out in your driveway or what have you. I don't know a single soul that's ever had a hippopotamus in their front yard. Um, so I'm wondering, has anybody got um, something maybe a little unusual as a Christmas decoration in your yard this year? Or have you in the past? Something like that would be uh, a lot of fun. Um it's just, you know, let's just, let's just sit back, chat, and have a good time this evening. Um, I know that I had said that we were going to have someone special. And I guess tonight, everyone on this call is special to me. And it really is special <laughs> to me tonight. It's been a, it's been a long day in my house. And, uh, it's, but it's all worked out. It's all worked out incredibly well because we've got, all of you to sit here and chat with. And I know that sounds schmaltzy, but I really do mean that. We do have all of you. It's been, um, we have good friends and let's just kind of celebrate that. I, I, you know, I, I know I sound weird about it, but I do think that it's very important to celebrate and be thankful for friends that we have. And just kind of touch base with one another. It's been a 
Um, it was a long day. It's, as I say, it's been a long day. We finally, I know a few of you knew that a few, most of you knew because a few months ago that uh, Frank Skydog Rudolph died pretty suddenly within a week or so of being ill. Um, and we finally got his ashes today. And uh, right now I'm going to thank Penny Reader for having us for lunch because it was a great thing to get away from after we picked them up to have just to have people to talk to about other things. And um, being so open and, and, you know, just so accommodating to one another. <coughs> Something that's so important to all of us, I think. We and love doodles too, you know. So it was I know. easy to have you. I'll tell you, there's nothing. I was so impressed since we came home. I'm just going to side do a side track. Nobody's got the hand raised, so you got to listen to me, folks. Sorry. <laughs> um, but I'll tell you, it, that was one of the most beautiful things. It was when we got home tonight. We took the. It's a. It, it was this very heavy velvet box, velvet bag took it out and the things that were in that bag were so wonderful um there's a very nice card in there for one thing all the way through it they spelled rudolph correctly because he was with an f not a ph one of the things that's in there is a little bag uh, like a little ziploc type bag on a that's uh glued on a card that has some of his hair in it Oh. The thing that really impressed me was that there's a ceramic, um, it reminded me of when the kids were little, paw print. His, they did, they, it, it, his paw print was in there as well. And then there's this lovely, lovely um, box that has a plaque on it with his name on it. And the whole thing was really, really lovely. So we've kind of put a one of the shelves in the in the enormous one entire wall of my family room is all shelving and we've kind of made up a I don't know a shrine to Rudolph I guess it is um, with some pictures and his favorite toy and that kind of thing on it and oh gosh it just, so um, <laughs> no but you know it was funny I said to I said to Scott and Frank okay I feel like he's come home now because Though we don't have to vacuum it, we've got dog hair in the house again. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that reminds me. Do you remember the story? Yeah, I, a lot of you must know Mike Byington, who uh, always sent out a wonderful Christmas letter. And maybe six or seven years ago, he told this story in the letter about how they had several urns or or packages of ashes from dogs who had passed away and some people who had passed away and they had on the shelves they moved everything around one day and one of the uh, urns was for his mother-in-law and shortly after the, he did that um whenever they would go into that room they would feel all this cold air and sometimes the door would slam and they finally decided that his mother-in-law didn't like being moved and so they moved <laughs> <laughs> they moved the urn back to where it used to be and all those weird things stopped happening and i still remember that story it was probably six years 
or seven years ago when he told it in his Christmas letter, but it was such a funny story and a touching story. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. And um but but you know, there is there's a certain amount of I've never been one of those people for that believes in closure. Um really, but it really is this there is something comforting about it. Yeah. I'm not gonna say that it is closure as such, but there is definitely something comforting, I think, about something like this. Um especially since on the way home we also heard um that speaking of friends in art and the art parlor and all of that, that um I haven't had a chance to read the whole thing, but apparently um Donna Smith passed away this morning. Um, and a lot of us knew her through, especially through Friends in Art. She used to, um, I remember back many years ago, she used to emcee the showcase at the convention every year. And uh, was just a very, very nice person. And I know we're all going to miss her in a lot of ways. She was amazing, uh, an amazing advocate. Amazing. She was. She was. I remember when she moved here from Mississippi um, to work on the, what was that? Was it Project Action? It was Project Action. Yeah. Um, that, uh, that was all to do with transportation. And it was, I think it was funded by the Easter Seals Foundation. She lived here in the D.C. area for a number of years. And since then, she's been, I guess, out in the um, no, uh, upper northwest how do you have a lower Northwest? That doesn't make sense now that I think about it. <laughs> anyway, so our thoughts and prayers are out to, to Donna's family and friends as well. All right. So now I feel like I've put it this downer on things. Um, and I didn't really mean that. I think that it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, there was, we've got a long, one of the great things about, living as long as some of us have is yes, we've lost a lot of people, but look at the memories we all have. Um, and the best part about getting old is the long-term memories are the ones that last the longest. <laughs> uh, we seem to, you know, do so much with, um, <sighs> with, you know, remembering back to like, like Donna doing the, uh, FIA showcase 20, 20, 25 years ago. Um, so many things, you know, the, those, those fun things that we've done and we've all had an awful lot of good times together and we need to keep those up. And that's why I am so into really, really the idea that we are going to start a whole new page of, uh, yeah, on Friday nights in starting in January. And I think that's I, I think we've got some great potential for that. I'm really excited about it. And uh Lynn, hi, good evening. Good evening. Yes, I know about loss. I lost my brother on Wednesday, so I get it, you know. I lost my other brother and now it's me, just me, just me. I'm the only, only child now. <laughs> Of <laughs> my dad, who's, who's going to be 97 in January. And I have very, aunt, yeah, very sorry I, to hear about 
Yeah. About that. It, it happens. Well. It happens, you know. But, you know, and, and I never expected to be the last one here, but here I am. And uh, today we're going to have the folk, uh, Strictly Folk, after this. Ah, good. We need that tonight. Wonderful. We do. We do. And we're going to talk about songs about the holidays. So I'm looking forward to that. We did that a little bit last time, but we're going to do this this time, too. And, um, and we've got all, uh, I don't know if you know this, Terry, but Hanukkah, Christmas, and Kwanzaa are all on the same day this year. I mean, it's the last day of Hanukkah, but still, on the 25th, it's all going to be on the same day. Hanukkah, Christmas, and what was the other one? Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa is the same day? Oh, wow. yeah. no, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I heard For that. For some reason, I always thought that automatically began on the 26th, and I have no idea why I thought that. No, that is cool to know. Yeah, so that's what it's I heard. Very maybe it good. on the 26th. I don't know, but anyway, that's what I heard, but maybe they were, they were wrong, but Hanukkah and Christmas, definitely, because last day of Hanukkah is on the 25th, so so I don't know about Christmas decorations, although um, I, remember, I remember when I was in Los Angeles, my partner at the time would get me... Uh, a, a stocking or stuff, just stuff like that. Even though we're both Jewish, and um, we'd go to the Christmas concert at the. Um, oh my God, I forgot the place we used to listen to Christmas music. They had that twenty-four hours at the whoever it was at the place. Dorothy Chandler to. Pavilion. Oh, thank you, thank you. You're Dorothy welcome. Chandler, yeah, it helps anyway, to live there. Yeah, I know. Well, I used to live there too for fourteen <laughs> years, but I forgot. Yeah, they they would do that for twenty-four hours, and they 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 broadcast it on KUSC. Actually, do they still do that, Larry? No, not anymore. It's been, been gone for several years ago. Yeah, they stopped. Yeah, anyway, but that was really nice when they used to uh, broadcast it on KUSC. Thank you, Dorothy Chandler Pavilion, Pavilion downtown Los Angeles. <clears throat> we used to go there and, and listen to the music because I like music of any kind. So, you know, that was really cool. And, you know, just things that, of course, of course, uh, Jewish people have their menorahs and usually they're in the window and people can see the uh, menorahs out, out there. My son bought me an electric menorah, so I'm going to have to figure out where I'm going to put that So, last year. So we'll see. But otherwise, you know, um, I'm sorry about, you know, your your long, 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 long day, Terry. I'm sorry about that. You know, we'll just keep going because, you know, I'm, I'm over 70 now, and it's like, how did I live this long? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, do that. I know, really. Where did, those, where did those other 50 years go? I don't feel any different than I did when I'm I well, mean, maybe I You know, I, I have a lot of aches and pains and things like yeah, that. Yeah, there are a few more of those than there used to be. But Yeah, exactly. You know, yep. <laughs> but I've been well, ACP when we're, so long, when we're sitting still or first waking up or something, well, oh, when yeah. we're sitting still over a cup of coffee, it's like, I can still come up with as crazy ideas as I did back then. Oh yeah, we have we, we have about I mean we have a Jewish hour list now uh, mailing list, and actually we have about twenty things that we we have for next year. So we have all sorts of stuff, including December nineteenth and January twenty third, and all sorts of stuff like that. So we just keep on going with with stuff. And I the group has gotten away from me. What can I say? But um, mostly because we just have people who say well, I want to do this thing, I want to do that thing. So you know it's really great. So you know I think that when That's we when, when we when we do things, when we have things to share, when we when I come up with with groups that I want to have on the community, it's really uh, it's really great, and and we meet so many interesting people that way. So, so um, so I think that that Christmas decorations are great. Well, we used to one time for Hanukkah we put up streamers and balloons and stuff like that. So there are there are decorations. Yeah. 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 I had. 
I had a I had a friend. I'm trying to remember how it was she used to do it. She, I, I, I want to say she used to put her Santa Claus on her Hanukkah bush. Um, <laughs> That's possible. She managed. She meant it was either that or a menorah on her on top of her tree, Christmas tree. Whatever. It was one of the I can't remember what it was. I think it was the Santa Claus on the Hanukkah bush. Her little her son, she was Jewish and her husband wasn't. And her son, they were kind of bringing him up in both. And he, and when he was very young, could not understand why um Santa wasn't coming down there wasn't wasn't on there on you know they had other people had <laughs> Santa Claus ornaments on their trees why didn't he have those on theirs right, right. and they That's got a funny, funny looking tree anyhow oh yeah wasn't as tall as it wasn't tall like his friend's tree exactly so that's what that was what the, the compromise was was Santa Claus is on his Hanukkah bush <laughs> that's that's very funny that is really cool well, all right. Thank you, Terry. Oh, I appreciate it. Uh, people join us for all right. And we will later. definitely be there at eight o'clock. Okay. After right after visibilities for um, everything folk. Sounds great. Glad you're back on Friday night. Uh, Pam Coffee. Good evening. Good evening. And I know you've had a rough day. I'm really sorry to hear about your losing your fur baby i'm assuming this was a guide dog he was he was oh. and it, it actually happened in september it was kind of when i oh, yeah. kind of took a week or two off then um right it happened in september but there was just a snafu on paperwork so it the we didn't get the cremains until yeah. today yeah but you know yeah. the best part is that now he's back home, so that's what counts. Absolutely, he's back home. And, you know, the the nifty thing is, I've never had a guide dog, but I had a pet. Uh, he had no clue he was a dog <laughs> for years. And, you know, they become, whether they're guide dogs or pets, they become part of the holiday celebrations because I have still have really precious memories of that little dog during holidays during during christmas you know some of the some of the adorable and some not so adorable things <laughs> that he did during during christmas um and, and mo more of them were adorable um and so, yes, it, it's just like with children, you know, children are such a part of holidays, um, a very oh, special part of holidays, as are fur babies. Um, so Absolutely, um, they but, are having children around for them. I remember our, yes. our first had, Christmas had was... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, um, I just remember our first Christmas with Scott. We um, Scott came uh, to our family when he was seven. And um, first Christmas was total insanity. It was oh, like we were making up for the first six Christmases all at once. Yes. You could not get oh, through I'm my sure. house that first Christmas. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. And And I bet he still remembers that. I think um, so, probably. <laughs> oh, I would imagine so. Um, but um, had Rudolph retired or was he still working? 
No, he was still working. No, he was. Well, he was. My husband was semi-retired at the time. My husband had retired, so the dog was semi-retired. But he, it. it all just happened pretty quickly, and oh. you know, it, it was a rough time. Wow. It's been, be- but you know, it, it's always going to be with us. Um, mm-hmm. But I think now that you know, now um, I don't know how to put it. I, other than what I've said, you know, he's back home now, and he that's is what's back cool. Home, yes. Yes, yeah, and absolutely. that's what's cool. Oh, but yeah. I thank you very much. I'm sorry thank to interrupt, you. but you do have somebody in Clubhouse. We do. Oh, wonderful. Uh, Please. Tom, you may unmute. Good evening. I think you said Tanya. Tom. Tom. There is Tanya's there. I didn't see a Tom, but there is Tanya in Clubhouse. Well, no, oh, oh in sorry, in Clubhouse. Clubhouse. Never mind. I'll shut up. Is, yeah, I, I, I did the same thing. <laughs> I did the same thing, Larry. <laughs> I thought it said. I thought you were talking about Tanya yeah. that was on here. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, he's on stage. Uh, maybe he will unmute soon. Um. Well, Tom, if you can hear us, please unmute and join the conversation. Jane, do you want to remind him how to unmute or does that? I, I'm not really familiar with making Clubhouse work. Uh, yeah, he's invited um, on stage, but if you if he can press the unmute button on the bottom right hand side uh, of your screen, it should work uh in the meantime while he gets unmuted you can go on to the next question <laughs> all right why don't we go on and if tom gets unmuted just let us know and we'll be glad to yeah to jump in there um in the meantime i think i'm on now i believe you are hello Thank you. Sorry, I was think when you were, t- were talking about the guide dogs. My mine is lying in the bed right next to me right now, <laughs> <laughs> and I was trying to say, yeah, they are so cute, and we'll never get rid of them. That's it, true. Uh, they are cute. They, uh, you know, yeah, and uh, I have a Labrador, and I'll never get rid of her. Uh, when yeah. she retires, I'll always have her. How old is she? Yeah, she is five years old. Oh, she's still a little one, a pretty little, yeah, pretty little. Uh, and she's privately trained, so I can still get puppies on her. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I'm Norwegian, by the way. Hi, I'm Tom. I'm the Norwegian bloke. Hi, very nice uh, to meet you. 
Hi, I have been listening to you, a friend of Cecilia, uh, the one that's been downstairs all evening. So I'm guessing you're about 3 p.m. Yeah, yeah, 3 p.m. right now, aren't you? We're uh, right now. We come on at 7 o'clock our time. We're on 7 Eastern. Yeah, we're at 7 o'clock on Eastern on Friday nights. And I want to yeah, welcome you uh, and join us separate many times. We're uh, yeah, we're here every uh, Friday night. Ah, <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, all vision impaired. Yes. Yeah, cool. Yeah, me yeah. too. Wow, <laughs> cool back at you. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool back at you. Um, it's uh. Yeah, that's what we do. That's how we came up with our name is visually impaired seniors have abilities. And uh, uh Lisa. Yeah, okay. I can see that now. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw a friend of mine just popped in uh, with your uh, group once in a while. So I just, okay. I know her. So I can. Oh, she listened to you. Uh, Norwegian. So we got uh, about 10 hours time difference. Yeah, something like that. What? Because what time is it there? Here it is 3.38 a.m. 3.38 and it's 7.38 here p.m. Uh, uh, so what uh, happens uh, for the rest of our day? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, just me who needs something. What? Well, it's very nice. I thank you very much for joining us. Well, thank you, and it's and very nice to be welcome. And ever and <laughs> come back, come back often. I think you'll find starting the first of the year, we're going to be doing a lot of more, um, a lot of exciting things. That um, yeah, no, it's just that you're on twelve hours. I we we are on a very different, <laughs> but but our now we do but we do podcast visibilities, so we do have the podcasts, and it replays a number of different times through the week on ACB Media One. So um, hopefully you can catch us. I know I think we're on is it Saturday or Sunday morning? I always forget which. It's something like four AM our time, which would be about two o'clock in your afternoon. So that might yeah. be a much better time for you not to be able to get us live, unfortunately, but you could get it at um on uh, uh at I'm least on, on the on the rerun. Uh, I can get it on the rerun. And if you want to, uh, it's not uh, translated yet because there's going to be a couple of podcasts that's going on the visually impaired on the, but it's Norwegian still. And Norwegian is fun. It's the Norwegians that started Ski for Light. <laughs> It's at least in this area. 
Ja, men uh, hvis jeg begynder at prate norsk, så er det ingen, som synes, hvad jeg siger. That will that would say if I started talking Norwegian, nobody would understand. <laughs> I was trying to, I was trying to convert it, and I was not doing well. Oh no, goodness! Uh, it's easier than if I do it, because uh, half my English, no, half my family's English. Like uh, proper English. All oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> European English, as in, or as you guys call it, or English, or as we call it. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! Oh, it, is, it has been a pleasure. Uh, always, I just joke about that shit. Sorry if someone <laughs> takes offense of it, but um. Uh, All right. Well, I do want to. I do want to thank you for having for joining us this evening, but I do need to move on a little bit and um, come back anytime. I can just see us two in the room. So, but but we have, but we also, but we also Uh, have. We also have fourteen of us in the in the Zoom room, and how can I hear? And we have them? And we have several dozen them? because you're on Clubhouse instead of Zoom. If you were on Zoom, you would see everyone, but in Clubhouse, you're only going to see the people that are in Clubhouse. Uh, Don't ask me yeah. the logic. I have no idea. I'm not a. I'm not that much of a techie when it comes to that. I'm afraid. But I, I do want to. But I do want to thank you very much, and wish you and you all of yours a very wonderful holiday season. And I, but I do need to go on. I do need to go on to area code five hundred eight, uh, ending in nine five three. I think that is somebody that's. I don't think it's me. Okay, I thought it was Jane. Maybe it's not. Hello? Hello? I don't think there's a hand raised. Is there? Yeah. It was at one point, but it's not now. I was going to say it's it's not was confusing, but that's the, it was for It was for a while, but it's off again now. All right. All right, that's what I needed um, to get that done. Okay. Uh, where were we? Uh, we were talking about Christmas memories and such. Area code 508 ending in 953. Trying to figure out whether you're wanting to speak or not. You're definitely coming through. Hello, Terry. There you are. I don't know why I keep you keep getting me because I want to say hello. That's about it. But I don't have anything to say. I don't know how I keep coming up. 
my hand raised. <laughs> For some reason, <laughs> there must be some background noise. It could be that there's some background know. noise where you are. You keep coming up on my screen. I'm not sure why. Uh, but hi, Jane. How are you? <laughs> how are you? Sorry about your doggy, but well, I'm thank sure you. He's, but got a, he's got a good home now, and uh, my sisters have the same problems. They don't have guide dogs, but their dogs are all on their mantles, so <clears throat> and they have their little little place on the trees. But anyhow, so. That's, special memories. That's true. And I think we all have some special memories of things at the holidays, anyhow. And right. uh, that's a, I, where I was trying to head to. And um, what kind of a great holiday men- memory do you have for us? Oh, my goodness. Well, I guess one of the things I used to think about is um, <clears throat> when we were younger putting the tree lights on the tree. My father used to get so mad putting the tree lights on the trees. So finally he assigned it to my sister, who's tall. He used to say some few choice words. And uh, then finally we, got a tr- we had a tree that was already pre-lit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to guess your father and my father had similar choice words. <laughs> well, he was he wasn't too happy. He'd sit in the chair and be, and delegate. That's what he would do. And uh, my sister would get, you know, Dad, this is ridiculous. So after that, we bought a artificial tree because we where we lived, we had gotten a real tree for a couple of years, but because of the fire and going back and forth from Marion to uh, from Falmouth to Marion, we were afraid of it um, setting on fire. So we finally got an artificial tree, and then we from putting on the lights all the way to the top and we get to the star and he had the bulb in the star and he gets so mad. He, he couldn't put the star correctly on it cause it was folded and all that stuff. And he just <laughs> finally said to my mother, D this is ridiculous. So, <laughs> but anyhow, that's only one. I have many, but anyway, oh, all right. Goodness. I don't know why, but it was nice talking to you. I'm going to mute. Same here. Same here. Ah, oh, yes. The great wonders of decorating the tree. And keeping the the dog or the cat or somebody from not, or, or in some cases, the kids. I had a sister who would put anything in her mouth as a toddler. And um, coming up with things to put on the bottom of the bottom part of the tree that weren't or shouldn't be edible or weren't breakable by the dog deciding to. Our dog, our dog was when we were kids. Was whenever she got nervous, she would go hide in behind or something. We had the old, remember the old claw-footed tubs. Spunky would manage to get in behind, get in around the back end of that tub when there was a thunderstorm. She would get in under there, and if there was something that scared her, when it was Christmas time. She would take the tree down with her, trying to get behind it. Practically, oh goodness! But there were there were lots of fun memories with, um, with our families and and pets and and kids and and friends. You know, I remember. I think I forget whether we talked about it recently uh, on here. We had a very dear friend was over one night for New Year's Eve. And at five after midnight, my tree, like it was in slow motion, 
She said, okay, the holidays are over. And ever so slowly, just tipped right down on its side, on the floor. And this was like a seven-foot tree. And all the ornaments, it was, I, think, I think one ornament broke on the whole thing. The lights, the ornaments, everything. It was just like, okay, I'm tired. And it just went down. Um, any of us, somebody else on here must have some good, fun holiday stories to tell us. And you're more than welcome to join us, if you do. I remember. Did I tell the story here? I can't remember. Uh, I remember. We used to, every Christmas Eve, we lived in California. We still do, but fewer of us now. But when my parents were alive, they lived here, and we had brothers and sisters. But we all uh, would call our our uncles and aunts and grandparents in Denver yearly on Christmas Eve. And we'd say hi, and we'd pass the phone around, etc. And I remember one year, we decided, it wasn't us, it was my parents who decided that we would fly to Denver um, because why would you drive? I mean, my gosh, at Christmas time, you know, and, get, <laughs> and, and, and make the mistake of getting snowed out or snowed in, going over the mountains. So we we hid out for two or three days. Nobody knew we there were there except um, some cousins and my one uncle and aunt, purposely. And so Christmas Eve came around, and we did what we always do. We called them, and we said, hi, how are you? And we talked for about 10 minutes, and we said, "They, you know, every year we, we would say, well, we'll see you soon. And they said, well, why don't you come over? And we'll say, we would, we would always say, that's a great idea. I think we will. So this year, the same thing happened, except about two minutes later, we all got in the car and came over and walked through the front door. <laughs> now that was probably a, not a smart idea because they were older and they could have easily had heart attacks when they saw us all come in but they didn't and we had a great time and it was a terrific Christmas that's also the same year I think when we were out throwing snowballs and John threw a snowball at me but didn't know because he had gloves on that there was a rock inside the snow oh, yeah. oh my god <laughs> hit me in the eye and you know head wounds bleed a lot and that one did uh, luckily, it didn't hit the eye. It hit right above the eye. But I still have a scar there. And it scared wow. scared the heck out of a lot of people, including John. He still remembers that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And if you look closely, that's how you tell us apart. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that must have been so neat for your grandparents. It was. They loved it. They that loved it. The fa- that apparently, the facial that. expressions were priceless. That's like that, you know, there's that Hallmark commercial where the little brother is singing Oh Holy Night and then his big brother shows up. That's a oh, how cool. <laughs> how cool. Yeah, is, I haven't seen that, but that does sound cool. I haven't seen it for a while either, but I haven't watched TV for a long time. Mm. <laughs> Could still be there. It very well. Yeah, I don't know. I've missed that one, but... Uh... On Facebook, I saw um, somebody who lives in Arizona who had decorated, put lights on the cactuses outside her house. I'm sure it looked really cool, people who were commenting on the picture. 
told her how cool it looked. I thought that was a pretty cool idea, but it would be tricky to put lights on a cactus. (laughs) (laughs) I would think. I would think. But, hey, you know, we, we, we tend to do lights, letting them, you know... Droop up and droop around, though. I suppose. I suppose it could be done. I, I wouldn't want to try and wrap them tight around one. Um, but, <laughs> uh, that would be yeah. That would be something different. But I always used to love. Um, we were well, down. My parents. My parents after they went after they retired, they were true snowbirds. They would go down to. Florida, and they'd usually go like about the second or third of January, and stay through the end of April. And my mother had a terrible back, so my sister and I would drive their car down, and then go to, and fly back, and then go down in the spring, pick up the car, and fly back, and uh, drive it back. Have my parents fly them. And we had some great times running up and down the East Coast. Um, with the with the car, and uh, I remember one year we had my fa- it was my parents, and it was a fairly new Lincoln, and we stopped. It must have been around nineteen ninety eight, I think. We stopped uh, very early ninety nine. We stopped here in Maryland um, to visit the Crawfords, and. It was an ice storm down here. And we pulled the car in their driveway, which has a bit of an incline to it, but not that much. But as soon as we got out of the car, the car started sliding back down the hill. And the two of us trying to hold this great big car. (laughs) We we didn't look like two idiots sliding down the hill with the car. Oh, my God. I mean, my sister managed to get a solid foot on the... In the in the car, it says you could get in and at least turn the wheel and uh, start the engine back up and and take it down. But it came dangerously close to going right out into the front yard of the house across the street. And oh, yeah, you, uh, but so take it from me: two people cannot hold a car <laughs> on an ice storm, especially two little people. <laughs> <laughs> Even too big people. What was great fun was some years when we get when we get down there, like right around New Year's. You know, a couple of years they went right after Christmas instead of after New Year's. We go down, and I want to say it wasn't in Delray. It seems to me it was either in Palm Beach or Boca Raton. They lived right between the two. They would have these fabulous boat parades, parades of all these yachts decorated for Christmas. Oh my God! Were they incredible? The lighting, the lights on those, and the and the carrot, the Santas and the elves and the reindeers. Who knew that Santa's reindeers could wear floaties? Um, <laughs> you know, our um, it, 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 just the whole idea of a nautical nautical Christmas. I just always thought it was such a cool thing. We. Uh, and 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 they would just be absolutely, you know, you get the, the Palm Beach types that have yachts can spend whatever they want to outdo one another on their on their decorations, and they would <laughs> they would definitely do it. It was crazy fun. 
those. I'm sorry, Larry. Did you start to come up with? What's that? No, I thought you had started to say something. I thought I had interrupted. Oh, no, no. By the way, we're at 56 after now. By the way, so I just happened to notice that while I was asking Just wanted to make sure you, you knew. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, you know, it's... I, I'm still... Come on, guys. I haven't heard any anyone else come up with any great ideas of entertainers for us to do, um, to have in January and February. And, you know, maybe it'll just become a permanent year-round thing. I figure we'll at least start with the first few months of the year and see how it goes and uh really we really need to start doing that i think we need to to show ourselves off in 23 i'm gonna come up with some silly little jingle for it but i haven't come up i haven't come up with maybe we somebody could come up with a cute little jingle for us um uh, like I said, I haven't come up with one and it's not coming to me right now. Um, who needs to see in 23? <laughs> I don't know. I'm desperate right now. But we'll come up with something. Let me just tell you a little bit more. Whatever. I was so glad that Lynn came on and mentioned that she's doing her everything folk. Um at eight o'clock tonight. That's a fun. We've listened and joined in on that call a number of times. And that's a lot of fun. Um, especially for those of us that never outgrew the sixties. Um, although it, it's not just that by any means, but we just, I think that's where we all got for many of us first got started in our folk music and demonstration music and all that kind of thing. Uh, so that's on at 8 o'clock this evening. Excuse me. Next Friday night, I'm putting together, and um, Larian, who's ever hosting, may be cringing at this when I say, hope, say it, but I hope not. I'm putting together some bits and pieces off of a number of our calls over the past year. And we've done some pretty cool calls. Uh, and I'm kind of splicing it all together into a number of little segments. And I would really like for all of us to share the year together. Anyone has any um, memories from some of the things that we'll put up? I'll, I know I'll pull some things from the tributes that we did to the women of ACB. Uh We've got some other things that we did as far as the the convention was concerned. Uh, we did some we did some kind of cool um, recipes and eating nights. We did some other things on uh, safety. Um, we did some more partying. We've got Gabriel's wines for Valentine's, uh, and I'm just going to put a lot of that together and. And then ask you all to fill in with your um, reactions and ideas and all of that. And with that, I will talk with you all next Friday night, if not before.